0: With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. Everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are fun to create and a wedding registry packed
1: with gifts you actually want, Zola takes you from save our date to thanks so much without breaking a sweat. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go. Listen, when it comes to wedding planning, it it can be so stressful and it's such a beautiful moment that, you know, you don't want to get caught up in all of the minor stuff. Yeah, the stress leading up to it. So Zola is incredible for helping you kind of enjoy the process all along the way.
0: Mm -hmm. They've thought of everything that you'll need and have built in every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving keep you on track and prepare you for what's next start planning at zola.com that's
1: z-o-l-a.com starting is everything when it comes to fitness i know me personally it's always you know i'll start tomorrow i'll start tomorrow Mm. and then i had to figure out that it just has to be a little baby step i don't have to take a big leap it just needs to be a little
0: little little leap yeah yeah but peloton helps you start no matter what level you're at Wherever you're starting, there's thousands of classes to get you moving. Whether that's beginner or advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides or artist-themed rides. I like the 90s R&B. Yes. I like the Alanis Morissette. Oh. I heard the Taylor Swift ride was, like, wild. An experience. Mm -hmm. An emotional experience. Peloton bike instructors keep you motivated from day one. They'll show you the basics, help take the guesswork out of your workout, and encourage you to build from there. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply.
1: Hey guys i'm jerry i'm sierra we're ladies
0: and we tangent what's, what's up, up everyone, everyone? Hello. hello did you do your homework did you did, did you go we? see barbie we did. We did. we did we did and it was sold out yeah, on a wednesday on evening a wednesday night yeah in
1: our small town oh my gosh it was crazy. sold out crazy um mm-hmm. also if you didn't watch it i'm so sorry we are going to talk about it there might be, gonna spoilers. be spoilers so i would just implore you to Maybe put this to the side until mm-hmm. you watch it. And then if you have no, uh, you or, don't want to watch it at all, you can watch this anyways. Right.
0: Which That's what I was going to say best? is if you don't feel like watching it or if you are someone who's like, I don't know, I've heard a lot of stuff about it. And I've heard, a, I've heard, you know, the there's an agenda and it's it's man-hating and it's this. Yeah. I hope that maybe listening to this that you'll be like, actually, I think maybe I could give it a chance. Yeah. So. Okay, let's go. Do you want to just dive right in? I don't. I want to tell you something. Yeah, warm me up. <laughs> I have I I take great issue with the lack of consent acknowledgement at hibachi restaurants.
1: Yes, I agree with this. Yes, I, uh, you've already got me on your side. <laughs> part of me feels like we've talked about this before, but if That's in why the I don't case go
0: anymore. In the case that we haven't And even in the case that we have, I'm re-angry about it now because my children are involved. Uh And I want to talk about that. Uh
1: I like that. Us, an introverted person um, who has introverted children, Mm -hmm. hibachi restaurants, my worst nightmare. Oh, yeah. And everybody wants to do it. As like fun, I get that it's
0: fun because it is entertaining, and I think for young kids, sometimes giving them like a show to watch while they're waiting for their food is beneficial. However, they
1: really don't let you say no sometimes, and it is.
0: They literally were asking my son if he wanted to drink pee pee. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because they squirted out of the yeah. Yes, they have this. They have this little thing. Yeah, this bottle with a toilet on the top uh-huh. and there's like a, a baby adult baby looking thing sitting on the toilet and then they the squirt it out comes out of yeah. and he he kept asking my kids do you want to drink pee yeah you want to drink pee pee is what he kept saying and my kids go no yeah and then he goes just open your mouth <gasps> just open your mouth and my kids go no Ollie literally looked at me and he goes I told him no why is he still asking me and I'm like I don't know man yeah I don't know. Yeah. I want to look at the, I wanted, this is where I'm, I'm, I'm battling myself because as their parent, I do feel like I should be like, he said, no, that's enough. But then also I, f- I've had this unhealed part of me. That's like, I don't want to make waves. Yeah. Make him feel uncomfortable or something, which like I yeah. should, I, I shouldn't feel like that, but right. I just want to be like, Hey, how about throw another cucumber in my mouth? Well, here's the. How thing. about just make another fucking volcano out of onions? Yeah. Can you find something else to do other than something? requesting a toddler to drink pee from you?
1: <laughs> weird. You weird. No, one time, um, you know they they spray all the vegetables and stuff, and then he was yes. cutting up broccoli and throwing it into people's mouths. Fine, except yep. there was like soy sauce and shit on it, mm-hmm. so it kept getting on people's clothes. And <gasps> Noah said no three times, and then he he said no, 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 I don't want to do it. And Noah was probably five or six at this point and the guy just throws hot broccoli off the grill covered in soy sauce at him hits him in the shirt he gets a stain on his shirt and then he looks at me like mom he got because I, you know, are oh, we throwing food now? Yeah. Like, and I looked at, I was like, "Hey," he said, "Don't do that." Yes. And did I say it like that? No. I was like, "Hey, please don't do that again." He. And then my son started crying, and everyone at the Habaji place was like, "Oh, Noah, relax. It's not that. He's trying to have fun with you." And I was like, "What?" But he's not having fun. And he said no. And he said no three times. And then you just threw food at his face. Yes. The, and they've done
0: that with like sake and shit. Oh, it pissed. What me? if you're uh, that first pissed of all, me off? no means no what if you're sober what if you're pregnant what if like you just don't like it yeah and you just squirt sake at me and i'm just like supposed to no 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 and please it just it happened like i'm not exaggerating five times Mm -hmm. that my son said no and he kept saying come on open your mouth you want to drink pee pee? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times as an adult man you can say that sentence before it registers to you that that's fucking weird. <laughs>
1: yeah, like and stop doing that uh, four-year-old. It's
0: not funny. It's not funny. It, it, it was never funny. No. But it's certainly not funny after the... F- fifth time yeah
1: oh my god i did catch the cucumber in my
0: house
1: was it a cucumber it was a zucchini probably because they
0: definitely don't do cucumbers
1: yes (laughs) yes it was a zucchini
0: what's the difference between a zucchini and a cucumber there are two different vegetables that's for sure what's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone well what the fuck i didn't know i was getting a a, you can't hear an enzyme bitch my builder told me that joke yesterday and i was like you know what i like you i'm Uh, signing whatever you say you know how i my brain i just glitched there because i was like what are we saying dude i did the same thing i knew it was a joke but i still was like all right science let's see if i can figure this out
1: you threw it at me so i didn't know it was a joke yes that was good i know good for you but Mm -hmm. also how dare you Yes, but it was a zucchini.
0: zucchini. Okay, that makes sense. And I was telling... I was like, who's fucking putting cucumbers in their (laughs) table? I don't... I need someone um, to tell me, some horticulturist. I need you to tell me what the difference between a zucchini and a cucumber is. I actually would love that. Thank you. Because I... Can you make pickles out of both of them? Are pickles just like anything that's been pickled? Or is it... These are all good questions. Pickles are Pickles but pickled things are pickled things. Pickles are cucumbers. Right, but you don't call them pickled cucumbers. You just call them pickles. Pickles. But you can like pickle other things. Is is the act of pickling just like vinegar? I don't know, and salt? Yeah, because I know I had to pickle onions when I was cooking before. So you can pickle onions, but you don't call them pickles, (laughs) but they're pickled. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I do know. This is very
1: interesting. Wow, you got so my brain going. Are pickled cucumbers the first <laughs> this is pickle? Why we need <laughs> I wonder if he knows about pickles. Pickling?
0: We'll find out, maybe. But <laughs> maybe. that's That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. But anyway, I did catch it and he didn't, he didn't cook it yet. So it was a raw. Oh, that's good. Zucchini. Yeah. Mine were like, it was the an grill, unpickled pickle. So I was
1: like, Hey, this is one hot, two covered in sauce. And I'm not sauce. sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I like that. Sometimes they do rice
0: and then it just explodes on a yeah, rice bomb on they- your face. <laughs> it's so- now there's rice everywhere. I have a very narrow mouth. Yeah. And so the hole, when I open my mouth is very small. Yeah. So even if I wanted to. I'm at a disadvantage of trying to catch anything you throw at this mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I am almost. You ever seen a smallmouth bass? (laughs) That's me. (laughs) No, it is. I
1: I feel like they maybe don't take um, neurodivergent people into account. Well, we did choose to go there. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But like, but I like went you there. Should just, you should just be able to have fun with your family who are maybe not neurodivergent or maybe just who want to do it and also be able to sit and watch without being like loaded like into it. I like the food. The food's delicious. I like that you
0: can catch an egg in your hat. That's fun. <laughs> I, like, I like the onion volcano. I like the onion volcano. So fun. I like when you make it a train and you, and you move it and you make it go woo woo. I like that. That's fun. I like, I just don't want to be involved. I like when you put a sparkler and some ice cream and you sing happy birthday with a gong. I like that. That's good. (laughs) We do love that. Maybe just if you want to involve people.
1: Maybe we just, you listen the first time you say no. I'm also
0: curious how accurate hibachi restaurants are. Like, because are they traditional? Oh, this Japani- is
1: something that I can't. I'm so uncultured. It's.
0: Well, that's what I'm so saying. Sad. Like, is it is it another like caricature of a culture or is it like, Great I don't question. know. Great I don't question.
1: know. I will say that I would love to go to Ch- Japan. Chapin? I really <laughs> wanted to say it. I don't know why. My <laughs> mouth was just like, we're going to fuck this. Up. <laughs> we did like that you're early. chewing. We did that earlier when
0: you were saying
1: <laughs> that you were jiggly. <laughs> yeah. I What was I trying to say there? I don't know. Jittery. Jittery. But I said I'm <laughs> jiggly. <laughs> Incorrect. But also accurate because when I was jittering, I was jiggling. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Japan. Jittery. I would love where you to, jiggle. I, I would love to go there eventually. Jar-pan? Japan? Japan. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know if I'm... Okay, I can't do that. Well, also,
0: I feel like I'm just saying everything this is giving that Rihanna thing. No, I'm hearing things incorrectly as well. Oh my god, she, it was <laughs> really funny
1: because I saw a news article about Rihanna, and it said, "Hold on, what was the Eternal. word?" Eternal. He said eternally pregnant star Rihanna, and I was like, "That seems rude." <laughs> like,
0: and then she goes, "Why are you doing Rihanna like that?" And she shows me the picture, and I'm like confused because what She's i heard like a
1: diamond style dress by the way like yes, the pattern patterned. is like a diamond pattern so
0: what i heard was totally
1: pregnant <laughs> was, maybe because like the dress it looks like a shell <laughs> and i was like what the fuck are you saying to me right now
0: because i said eternally and she looked at me and she goes eternally <laughs> because i thought they were they were like trying to make a like a joke off of like, like a pun like totally pregnant but because her dress looked like a turtle shell they were like totally pregnant no you <laughs> said you
1: said maybe it's because of the dress and i go Um, I think it's because she's been pregnant for like two years straight. You go, are turtles pregnant for a long time. That's what I go. They lay eggs. (laughs) They lay eggs, and I go, "What the fuck are you saying right now?" And then we understood that we did a eternally turtle thing,
0: (laughs) you know. But it was very funny
1: to get to that moment because we were both like,
0: "What?" And then, in classic us style, I I had to comment, "Boy Meets World," and then go, "They they want want you to take take the the roles." roles. So
1: anyway, Pod meets world. We're ready for you to collab with us.
0: <laughs> we will just say yeah. your own quotes. You know back what's to funny? Constantly. What's funny is that like we will say, like so-and-so, we want to collab. So-and-so, we want to collab. And we never ask any of them. No, we yes. never actually pursue people necessarily <laughs> because um we're highly intimidated by them and afraid of rejection. So we just hope. That they end up hearing it and then approach us. Hey, it's worked though. It has worked. Some aspects, it has worked. Yeah. Even though some people want to say it hasn't. We were, actually, I was going to surprise you. (gasps) What? We were going to actually have Margot Robbie on the podcast Shut the fuck up. But then she heard how we talked, uh, called her Margot, but we weren't talking to her. We were just addressing (laughs) her name in general. And she was like, I'm like i can't come on there because Margot. <laughs> and i was like that's fair margot just- <laughs> it's fair margot whatever margot <laughs> no
1: margot's a lovely name and you're a lovely human and i i am sorry i sexualize you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's hard yeah. not to i'm not gonna lie margot <laughs> <know>.
0: <laughs> they even talk about it in the movie they do okay. they do
1: yeah um, speaking of her, and I said this to Jerry, which was shocking to me to find out. She's only a year older than we are. Yes, which I didn't know. I for think- some reason I I I think I look up to her, maybe, and so I was thinking she was in her late thirties, not because of how she looks. Obviously, no, she looks. Phenomenal everyone in and Hollywood, gorgeous. you
0: never really know their age because everyone looks incredible. Well,
1: and I think I just am confused about how old we are. <laughs> like, well, I'm
0: like, oh, she's in her 30s, so way older than me. And then I'm like, bitch, you are also in your 30s. I, the other day, um, I think Ollie was asking about how old I was. And Shane goes, your mom is a beautiful age. And I go, I'm not afraid of talking about how old I am. You can yeah. say what number it is. I'm 31. And he goes, you're 32. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, fuck. shit, you're Where did right. that year ago <laughs> You're right. That just happened, huh? He's like, you just threw a birthday party for yourself we online. I'm like, oh. giant yeah. 3-2 balloons. Oh, yeah. But I think that I didn't realize that Margot Robbie was, I'm sorry, Margot Robbie <laughs> <laughs> was around our age. <laughs> <Margaret>. <laughs> because... She's been in so many incredible yes. films. Well, she's, and she's, been, she's been acting since al- al- she's been like a teenager, and she's been alongside like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And he didn't try to date her. so <laughs> You knew she had to be over twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> and then she she's done like I Tanya. She did uh, I. What's the movie? What's the movie? Different color, pink tails. Daddy's little troublemaker or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, she was a cr- Joker something. But it's but
0: it's Harley Quinn. Yes. Uh, she's played so many fucking iconic roles i know and did you know here is us kind of going into the barbie movie let's talk about did it. you know that she actually was the initiator for it in 2018 i think there was allegedly supposed to be a barbie movie with like amy schumer there were three other barbie movies i have that as my trivia that i was going to. but tell you. in 2018 margot robbie was like i want to pursue this film. Yes. And she connected with Greta Gerwig. Yes. I didn't know. She's actually
1: the one who who wanted uh Ryan Gosling. Yes. She looked at it, she saw a viral video of his. Mm-hmm. And then was like, I want him where well, he broke up a fight. Yes. yes She's like, he's this is Big Ken energy. It's yes. gotta be him. Yes. Um which before we get into it, I would like to say that Ryan Gosling is such a phenomenal actor. I mean so is. is so is she. Yes. But like He surprises me in every role. I'm Mm -hmm. always just like, God, I want to hate you, but I love you. But also you're making me feel he just I just love him. He seems like a pretty boy. So I feel like I don't want to love him. Yeah. But
0: God damn, he is likable. He's so fucking likable. That's the thing. He is so fucking likable. I think there was a lot of people whenever like the imagery came out of the two of them as Barbie and Ken, where they were like, why the fuck him for Ken? I'm.
1: But after watching
0: the movie, there could have been no one else. No,
1: it it was so incredibly perfect. He was iconic in that role. Yes.
0: So where do we want to start with it? I
1: know. You tell me. I don't know. The movie
0: Well, first of all, let's
1: just talk about how we we went...
0: Fantastic. Yeah, the movie was
1: phenomenal. When we get there, by the way, it is sold out, which we were shocked. And Jerry's like, thank God I bought our tickets earlier. So we don't have to worry about, you know, Mm -hmm. because there were so many... We were there with a lot. I'm not going to lie. We were there with a lot of preteen and teenagers. Yes. At first, I was horrified because I was like, we're standing in line for popcorn because we wanted the full experience. Okay. Popcorn candy. <laughs> we were experience. doing all of it. I and... was like, I'd like a kitty combo, please. <laughs> she did. It. I was like, no, I'm getting a large. And her sister, Randy, came with us. So mm-hmm. me and her shared a popcorn. It was beautiful. But breast hands and
0: they're like no you go we did
1: (laughs) i was like oopsies (laughs) sorry you go first um as we're standing in line i looked at jerry and i was like i am mortified at how we are the oldest people right now in this
0: line and like we were the oldest people in the line but we are not the oldest people in the theater so
1: then we go into the theater and first of all we're sitting by three like i would say 50 to 60 year
0: old women they were
1: definitely grant my grandparents age probably if Yes. And maybe a little
0: younger oh i would say even older but you like think. and yeah well that uh, just i don't know how people i don't know how old people are yeah but yeah, yes they, they were, could have been our were parents grandmas. or grandparents we we'll are not say sure that
1: i i believe that they were probably grandma age grandparents to someone <laughs> just totally so is my mom so that's a good that's a good guess that's what i'm saying anyways so and then we even saw people like as like there was an older woman that i would say was probably in her 80s mm-hmm. walking in and i was like oh my god i'm loving the energy that we've created in the studio today so much girl power but also woman power and it was very like it there was a girl as young as maybe like six or, or seven mm-hmm. year old who was there with her mom who i was yep. just
0: like this is because barbie's been around for 60 some years yes okay so she came out 59 right so there were, like, my mom was born in '64. Yes. So, like, our grandparents would have, and some of our parents uh, would have seen Barbie, like, be born. Yes. The, the creation. First creation of Barbie. Yes. And I can't even imagine what it would have been like to have a doll, yeah. a woman doll, after baby dolls yeah, for well, so long that's, you know that's what i mean kind of what they talk about in the, yep, in the beginning
1: so sorry spoilers are gonna come at you now They're but all,
0: it's all gonna be spoiled after I'm this sorry so this is it this is your this is if the you've moment. not seen it and you don't want it ruined we'll see you next tuesday see, <laughs> yes
1: or after it becomes streamable yes um but we just really want to talk about this now because it, it was so it was really awesome mm-hmm. to see but um okay in the beginning they say like for the longest time, the only thing that young girls like a toy marketed towards them were mm-hmm. baby dolls. So it was like you were playing mother. You know, yes. you had to like, which is fine. I mean, it whatever. There's nothing
0: wrong with that.
1: But, but, we, but we, like, young girls never had like an older woman doll to play
0: with. Right? They really. never were able to play with something where they saw themselves outside of the home where they were mothering role where they were not just a caregiver where they could be something else and when you're a kid it's you do you do have an imagination yeah but you really can't imagine something that you've not seen before so it's hard to place yourself especially like when women at the time Barbie came out, couldn't own credit cards. Yes, they, I don't know if they could have their own bank accounts, but they definitely couldn't get loans without their husband. Um, when did women get the right to vote? Question. I want to say the forties. I want to say it might have been the sixties, though. Do we want to guess? Yeah, I'm gonna say. Well, because the forties was the world was World War II. I'm gonna say fifty-eight. Okay. Did you already see the number? No, I haven't All even right. typed it in. I'm. Typing I'm it now. gonna say. Women's suffrage movement. I'm trying to picture it in a history book. I don't know, six, 61. Oh, we were so wrong. When is it? The 20s? <laughs> it's the 20s. <laughs> of
1: course it is. But I feel like there were, there were, what am I thinking of then? What, black women couldn't vote in the 20s. That might have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think probably just like you were saying, where it's, sure, you had the quote unquote right to vote, mm-hmm. but you couldn't do anything with really <laughs> without your husband's permission or like owning a bank account and things like that. Right. 1965
0: was what? The Voting Rights Act that all African Americans were granted the full right to vote. Okay, so maybe that's what Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Okay, so I think it's important to say like, "Oh, women got the right to vote in the 20s." Not, not all, all women. women. No, not so, all of them. So, yeah, that is important. That is important to say. Because even with even with Barbie coming out um, and being this person, this adult woman doll who could be anything, that was now telling little girls that like there are- there's endless options for what you can do when you grow up. It wasn't. It didn't look like everybody. No, exactly. So I th- it was blonde
1: and mm-hmm. and petite and mm-hmm. you know structured a certain way. And that's when we get into this more um i know that barbie at least when we were growing up mm-hmm. in the 90s and the 80s and all of that i don't know it could have been earlier but i know that they went through a real feminist movement where they were like women can be everything well that was the point of it that's we're why gonna, it was started yes we're gonna make dr barbie and mm-hmm. uh what i mean president barbie right. and all of the things that like women couldn't see themselves in they could see it in a barbie and play with it and imagine right yes. and so for a long time, there was a really—I oh, want to say the word paradoxical—is that okay, right? That is, but a there word. was
0: like a, a paradox of. <laughs> wait, 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 time out. Oh yeah, let's check and see if we have any sponsors.
1: Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Immediately, yes, yes, would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them, or this is the case for me, afford them. Mm,
0: Try Talkspace.
1: By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable.
0: Sometimes people wait until bad things happen to talk to a therapist. And let me tell you, as somebody who has stayed on top of their mental health journey, Mm -hmm. when I am faced with really difficult moments, Mm -hmm. because I have all of the tools that my therapists have helped give me, I feel empowered and strong enough to get through them.
1: Yes, you have to be proactive, not reactive. And that's what
0: I I know. Exactly. So why wait? You can get a therapist through Talkspace. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed
1: therapist from the comfort of your own home because I know... We're, we're homebodies out
0: here. And I don't want to put on pants. That's what I'm saying. It's mental health care made easy. As a listener of this
1: podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com
0: slash tangents. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents to get $80 off of your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash tangents. Are you one of those people who thinks that uh, you don't have time to prioritize wellness? Because I am. I am. Well, Aloe Moves is here to change that whole mindset. It's an app that makes it easy to keep your wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place. There's yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips. Healthy recipes, so much more. That can all seem intimidating if you're just starting
1: out, but Alo Moves has beginner classes all the way up to advanced, and anything that will fit into your schedule. So you you can do like a little five minute something here and
0: there. Yeah, I'll still check off the box of wellness today, even I if it was for a little bit. Did it. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quiet moments. Again. Working out your mind is just as important as working out your body. That's so true, especially when it comes to sleep. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves.
1: Go to allomoves.com now and use code TANGENTS20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com,
0: code TANGENTS20.
1: allomoves.com, code TANGENTS20.
0: So many of us love coffee. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we would like to admit. Mm, But now, thanks to international delight, cold foam creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. And honestly, it's game-changing. It really is. You
1: just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee, and voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. It's
0: so good. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer Foams And creams your coffee from top to bottom. It is honestly one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I was going to say, when you use it, you need to put it in a clear glass. Because it's so
1: fun to watch. It is so fun to
0: watch. And also the texture of it Mm. is the most incredible, Mm -hmm. beautiful thing I've ever witnessed. I was like shocked. Yeah. The best part, it works on both hot
1: and iced coffee. And honestly, I've tried it on both. Love it both ways.
0: It comes in three foaming, delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Mm-hmm. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Paradoxical what? I'm trying to think of it. I want to really sound smart here. Seemingly absurd or self-contradictory is what paradoxical is.
1: Okay, so it's like Barbie, wanted to be feminist and then there were so many feminists that were like barbie is actually what's wrong the antithesis with antithesis yes feminism because god damn it we sound smart as shit right now. <laughs> paradoxical it's like, antithesis it's like great it, here's this which, which super i think is skinny the big boobed blonde bimbo yes essentially and it's bimbo what's... barbie
0: i had that one it
1: totally me too <laughs> <laughs> i am bimbo Barbie. <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but it was basically like oh great so now we have all these little girls looking up to this role model quote unquote that is um everything that we don't want women to think they need to be which is like right i don't know uh unrealistic expectations of the physically and the body and yeah just like perfection perfection, always in high heels Mm -hmm. um you know all of those things so it was very interesting that there's like two sides and i loved how they portrayed that in the movie
0: well that's what i was going to bring up because i watched um an interview with margot robbie I'm really, I wanted to say Margaret, but I'm going to stop. Because I know we have to. <laughs> it's I'm not, trying to it, respect you, Margaret. <laughs> it can't be the bit the whole time. <laughs> but I watched an interview with Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig. And um, it was from, I don't want to say trying to respect you. We do respect it. That, that came out wrong and I apologize. It's ABC News in depth. 730 is what like the video was. I don't okay. know who the, it's a video I found on YouTube. But anyway, so the interviewer was speaking to Margot and Greta and was asking them questions. And that's how I found out that Margot Robbie first went to Mattel and was like, we are the people to make this. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. And they basically had to convince Mattel to allow them to tell the story. Yeah. Because did
1: you know that Mattel, even like in the beginning, in the first toy story, uh, Mattel did not allow Barbie was supposed to be Woody's like Bo Peep. Oh. And they wouldn't allow Barbie to be in that movie. That's good. Yeah. I s- I like Mattel's come a long way. Yeah. So then well once they saw the success of the first Toy Story then of course they let her be in Toy Story mm-hmm. 2 mm-hmm. and then it was a Barbie and Ken thing but I just thought that was interesting anyways. I'm no sorry, a hundred, no you're
0: fine. You're fine. I'm just trying to like read where I wanted to kind of put this in but Mattel essentially in the movie is its own character, yes, and so they were saying we don't want to shot, we don't want to make this movie if we have to shy away from the problematic parts uh, of Barbie. Barbie and the history of what Barbie has done. Because when you hear Barbie, and this is something Margot was talking about, was it's a globally recognized phenomenon. Yes, it is an idea, and that's Barbie being an idea is referenced in the movie, and that's such an important thing to acknowledge is that the idea of what this was supposed to be lives longer Mm -hmm. than the people who created it than the people who first played with it the people who have evolved it the idea remains but you don't get to like dictate how an idea festers and grows and what it changes into and so some people have a very visceral reaction positively or negatively Mm -hmm. when they think about barbie And both are important to discuss. Yes. And so they were explaining to Mattel, like, we're not going to want to make this film if we have to take away those parts. But what we want you to know is that at the center of it, it comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of wanting to grow and wanting to... progress the idea of who this person is supposed to be right and not just kind of breeze past and like slap a band-aid on it and yes. i think they did such a phenomenal job of I doing agree. that i agree it was really beautiful greta gerwig yes. wrote the film with her partner noah okay and when she gave the script to margo margo was like this is brilliant but they're never gonna let us make it yeah because um, Mattel. Obviously, being a character in it and poking fun at itself and really talking about the complexities of Barbie in the movie, Barbie Land is this like utopian place where everything is solved and they believe that feminism and equal rights have been reached in the real world because of them. Because in Barbie Land, everything is perfect. Right. And then Barbie ends up going to the real world, realizes that's not fucking true. And she gets her ass handed to her. Yeah. By a teenager. Yeah. And I can imagine Mattel reading what that monologue was of that teenager to Barbie basically saying, you are everything that's that is wrong, wrong with feminism. Yep. With the world today. You're a communist fascist or something yes. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can imagine Mattel reading that and being like, holy fuck. Like, it's rough. It's rough yes. to hear. Yes. <laughs> but the fact that they let them keep that in yeah. and like let the story arc continue to be able to show the complexities of like going from this pure blissful almost girlhood even though Barbie's an adult yeah. she, she was in her blissful girlhood yeah. to becoming a woman and facing the harsh realities of the world like I'm so happy that story was able to be told without ignoring yes you know yeah exactly something Greta said about Margot was Margot, at the end of conversations would be like, uh, does anyone have any fears, hesitations, um, issues with what we're doing that she said she would run face first into the issue, basically Ooh. to force people yeah. to come out with it. Okay. She said that they had, so many issues with the script really so many issues um that like basically the entirety of the script they were afraid of
1: really this is Mattel or mm-hmm. wow so Interesting.
0: B- what they said is they actually think it Worked in their benefit for them to be afraid of so many things Mm -hmm. because they're like, if you're fighting three battles, you're going to lose all three battles. She goes, but with all of it being something they're afraid of, it's kind of like address it, but push forward and move on. And then eventually she said that they just got desensitized to the scary things. And whenever I was listening to her speak, I wrote this down because I, a lot of it, I was just like, I'll just talk about it with Sierra. But this I wanted to write down that part of saying, like, You address what you're afraid of, but you just push on, and then eventually you just become desensitized. Part of me thinks that that's because you get to a point where you're so committed to the idea that the scariest thing is not following it through. Yeah. So it's like, I'm actually not afraid of the stuff I was afraid of in the beginning. I'm afraid of not following through on all of the stuff that we've pushed forward on. And that's how I feel about- About the podcast? I was just going to say that. Yes. I was just gonna say that. Right. And so when people say that we've changed, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah.
1: Because at this point it's like your the words, the criticism, the everything, the, the heat that we get is mm-hmm. not the scariest thing. At, at one point it was. It was. It was absolutely something that would have made me crumble and yep. quit. And at this point it's like, no, all that scares
0: me anymore is it's not is not doing not it. Going forward. Not with following it. that voice. <gasps> and something I love that, that was Interesting to me about Greta and Margot's relationship. So Margot, Margot was very intimidated by Greta, really, because she was like, "This, this is this indie director. She's directed um Little Women, yes, the the new Little Women, and uh, Lady Bird, and they were huge feminist pieces, yeah." Um, and so she's like, "I'm intimidated by this like indie director. I'm like prepared to just feel like an idiot next to her." And she said. Greta is intelligent without making you feel stupid and is funny without making you feel boring. Oh, and I was like, I, really I like got that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, got I agree. That I that. Barbie. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. And I don't know that Margot would like, or uh, Greta would view herself as like a stereotypical Barbie. Yeah. But I feel like stereotypical Barbie who I would have been incredibly intimidated by Yes. I felt like you're smart without making me feel dumb. You're funny without making me feel boring. And that was such a cool thing to witness. There was another interview that I had watched where the interviewer said, Barbie has been so many people's best friend. Yeah. And after 60 years, we finally get to meet our best friend like on the big screen and I thought that was so cool that's what I was
1: so excited about and it was so funny because Corey even said to me he's like I just didn't realize you were such a Barbie fan and I was like are you do you know me at all Mm -hmm. I said number one the fact that I'm so into the sims the sims is just a video game Barbie (laughs) yep (laughs) let's be realistic I was playing the sims before I had a computer to play the sims on yes through my Barbies um And yeah, it was like something that I did every single day. Mm -hmm. It was a way to like have a storyline outside of my kind of sad childhood at the time. It was a form of escape. And so it was awesome to see. I did love parts of the movie that felt like you were playing, like how they floated Mm -hmm. off of the, because, you know, you never, they didn't have stairs in the early dream houses. So you kind of had to do that and how they were drinking out of cups being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Drink it out chair of cups. That.
0: <laughs> Not my Cup chair, show. not my problem.
1: <laughs> Without liquid and like yeah. just all of the little like things. Like you open up the fridge and it's
0: a sticker for most of it. Yes! And yeah.
1: Those little moments I was just like I thought to myself when we were in there, like we might be the best demographic to absorb this movie you and I yes um because we could relate to playing with the Barbies Mm -hmm. we could relate to the mother in the movie we could relate to the teenager in the movie there were so many like we understood the patriarchy and feminist um Things that were being said and talked about while also being able to uh, enjoy the nostalgia of playing with the Barbie. And I was just like, God damn, I'm so fucking happy that I saw this because it might. I was thinking, is this a kids movie? Is this going to be cheesy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it was so not that. But I, I loved what I loved about it was that it felt like a very approachable way to address a very unapproachable. Issue, issue.
1: I mean, you can tell that it's unapproachable because there's so much backlash already happening, and I feel like the I funny thing to the me backlash is backlash is a
0: fearmongering thing. I it don't has think to be, yes. because
1: everything they said in the movie, I'm like, well, this is not a new fucking concept. Nope. that they're saying that they're explaining. It's something that I'm like. When I heard that Ben Shapiro was lighting, sorry, Schmen Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going to get mad at me. Um, when I heard he was lighting by Barbie dolls on fire That is a this, fact. He did do that. That's, he really that is, did. He really a, did, he he did, did he that. He did that. Like, and I, I'm thinking, what could they have possibly said to make it- To, to elicit so, that Such an
0: unhinged fucking response. You went either <laughs> and took toys from a, a child and lit them on fire, or you purchased children's toys-, toys and lit them on fire, and you recorded yourself doing it. Yep, and put it online. You, are you did well? that,
1: no? <laughs> so I'm like, this has to be super. Like, I hate men, and it wasn't. No, there was a okay. So to to address that, I know at one point he said all the men in the the show are either like bimbo type, like Himbos. stupid bimbos. <laughs> I fucking love a bimbo, <laughs> but it's like they're dumb or doppy mm-hmm. or something like that, right? And all the women are. And I wanted to be like, you don't see why they did that. The whole right. fucking purpose was to show that that's what they did to, to women. women in movies for so fucking long. You right. didn't have a woman lead. You didn't have a female character that was or even a female presenting character that mm-hmm. was the hero. You right. didn't have a female character that was the smart one. Right. You had Silly bimbo side pieces that were there for the comedic humor. Especially the better looking they were. Yes.
0: The the stupider and more useless they were. It's like
1: they ran straight into the point here and then still were like, I'm mad. Are you mad because it's a man now in that mm-hmm. role? Because that's, that's the point what they're telling you. That's the whole fucking point. Well,
0: and that's why I say I think those reactions are a bit of fear mongering because when you jump the gun and you make claims about something that it's weird that that kind of goes along with like our 200th episode. Yeah. Um, but when you make an overarching claim about something before people have the opportunity to consume it themselves, Mm -hmm. then you have a power to dictate someone's filter yeah that they're now going to consume it through, that through if they choose to do it at all yes so i think it's a tactic for someone who knows that they got got yeah and it's more so like, I can't have you watch this because then you're going to see. And and I I can't have you see.
1: Yes. I don't want you to even question this because then a conversation could be had and uh Oh, if a conversation is had, then we might have progress. And if there's progress for you,
0: that means less for me for some reason,
1: for some reason.
0: Well, and I was going to tell you too, that. Um, Mattel if you talk to them or if you view anything they've said about the movie they do not say it's a feminist movie but what was funny is Greta was like it's definitely a feminist movie yeah it's definitely a feminist movie yeah and um, Margo made a point isn't a bad thing well and that's what I was gonna say Margo (laughs) made a point to
1: me that there's still people that are like I don't exactly consider myself a feminist you don't think women should have equal rights
0: (laughs) because that's two men two Yes. That's what we're saying. That's what feminism is. So, and that's why Margot was like, at the beginning of the movie, Barbie land is almost the opposite of, um, patriarchy. It's a matriarchy. Where, right. And it's, almost it's not necessarily she said it's like the opposite of uh, misogyny so i'm uh, assuming misandry and not necessarily like in a men hating way but in a way where men had no power yes they were just accessories they They were just there
1: ken's job was beach (laughs) which i fucking loved Uh, he's like it's not lifeguard it's just beach and that is i mean when ken came out as a barbie accessory that's what he was he was accessory to barbie right you didn't get a ken unless you had a barbie usually yep and um he never really had a he wasn't dr ken normally he was just like barbie sidekick (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love which cool yeah but again it was because like that was different that yes. wasn't something that, that wasn't the, the world had and so it wasn't something that was putting them
0: down necessarily as like a, they've had power. It was to show that barbie could exist without ken yes that she didn't need ken to be anything to be barbie she could be barbie and she could be any of those different occupations of barbie Without Ken, yeah. like sans Ken, you yes. know what I mean, and they um, made that
1: point in the movie,
0: yes, early on, right. And that's just history, babes. Yeah, but what I they think were saying, they
1: did give Ken more, and that's probably like as we grew up, because I remember Ken having a little bit more,
0: maybe. Well, I'm sure that, like Ken. <laughs> I'm sure that he just started again, Being continuing <laughs> to be an accessory to Barbie yeah. to like have his clothes match hers as well. But yeah. go on in the movie, then Ken goes to the real world with Barbie, discovers patriarchy and is like, oh my God, this, this is, is amazing. Awesome. <laughs> like men are respected here. Men are revered here. I have, they have purpose here. I'm going to take the idea of patriarchy and take it back to Barbie land. And so you see then how the the patriarchy, the way it is in the real world, when you apply it to Barbie Land, where it's just this like utopia almost. Mm-hmm. You can see the more concrete issues, I think, faster. Yeah, than and more clear. It seems ridiculous. Yeah, of course, because but it's it, such a jarring
1: yes difference. Yes, than what it was.
0: But then towards the end, it's not. It doesn't go back to the beginning where Barbies are over the Kens. It's yeah, just like why everyone, I thought it was weird.
1: So I'm like Ben. Did you watch the whole movie?
0: No. Ben Ken. No. <laughs> ben Ken. But he that's what I'm saying. Because is like he had to get mad immediately about feminism. What Margot was saying is like feminism, people hear it and they automatically assume that that means anti-man yes. and that's not what it means at all. Well, that's all. because
1: that's what they've turned it into. Right.
0: Because it's easier to create an enemy of a, f- of a word that you have changed the definition to than... An enemy of
1: somebody who's like, I just like a quality, please. Yes. Can I have a little? Yes. And they're like, "Mm, I'd rather you had none because then (laughs) I lose my power. So what I'm going to do is make everybody hate you and hate your idea by telling you that you don't want me to have any. Mm
0: -hmm. That's not fair to me. (laughs) Oh, my God. I there was another thing that I found interesting that Greta said, which was that she was newly postpartum after having a child (gasps) when she was approached to do the film really? and they were like, so what made you want to do it? And she was like, basically, I don't know. There was just a feeling. Yeah. There was a feeling. And I decided to lean into it because she thought that it was going to be a career killer. Yeah. She thought if I Fucked direct up. this movie and I fuck it up, because oh, there's so 100%. many ways that it could fuck up, then I'm done. Yeah. That, there goes my career. And she said it was scary because of the idea that everyone already kind of had an idea of Barbie. Oh, yeah. So you're competing with everyone's idea And they're of all different, and different and because experience. Barbie has
1: changed through how old is Barbie?
0: You know what I mean? Yes. We're talking in our 60s, Decades. 70s. Yeah. Right. And then she said, but also there was no story. Yeah. It's not like she was, like with Little Women, she was adapting and using a, a already created story storyline and just, you know, now it was hers. Yeah. Her version. Taylor's version. <laughs> <laughs> but... Barbie, it was just like, what do you want to say? What do you want to, what is your storyline? And so she's like, there felt like there were so many opportunities to Misstep, yeah, and fuck it up, yeah, and I didn't want to do that. Um, and I'll say after watching it, I think it is one of the most incredible, beautiful pieces of film that has ever been made. We
1: walked out of the movie theater, and I was like, I- "I'll go see that again in theaters if you want." I just like, tried I to take to. Shane yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I want to take Corey and Noah. Like yeah. Noah said, he would want to go, and I was like, "Absolutely, I think you should go.
0: I think it would be great." It discusses such so many incredible, tough themes. In such an approachable way. And like, there's so much humor yes. and there's no like overtly talking shit. Like, no. I think the reason that we played with Barbies when we were young and we said this when we were like, think about how you played with your Barbies and now I'll tell you about your trauma. I think that when we were young, like you were saying, you can almost act out your own life from a yes. third party perspective and take do it in a way you would want it to be instead or, or of- like just less emotional you can almost yeah. like you take the power back a little yeah, bit like dumb it down kind of yeah and, and so i feel like when they're talking about autonomy yes and um the male ego and the idea of girlhood to womanhood they do it in such a way that's like they're doing it technically through dolls. Yes. And so it feels easier to digest. A
1: hundred percent. There was also a moment I wanted to bring this up when you were talking about, because um, this was also something that Greta said. Uh, they, Greta, like we're old besties. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but there was that scene where she's at the bus stop and mm-hmm, there's an older mm-hmm. woman there and she looks over and she was like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that point, everybody in Barbie land is a Barbie. So right. they're all perfect and there's like a point in the storyline where things start going bad first starts thinking about death and things like that and she has cellulite cellulite and she's like oh my god i can't have cellulite i have to be perfect right so i have to go fix this issue and so when she sees somebody who has aged up and she Mm -hmm. tears up and is like you're beautiful okay that moment apparently they said like hey we can scrap this production tried to take it out and be like yeah. the storyline will move on fine without this scene yep and Greta was like if you take that scene out I don't know what this movie's about right like kind of saying like this was such a huge
0: mm-hmm. it oh is, that gave me goosebumps I
1: know that's why I wanted to say it before I forgot it yeah but I loved that because that was such a powerful moment for me as well because it's hard when you're in your 30s
0: <laughs> when you're in your Visually aging age. Yes.
1: (laughs) When you were like, okay, I can see wrinkles happening. I can see parts sagging. I can see I'm not who I was in my teens and 20s. Mm -hmm. It's jarring. Yeah. It's not uh, what we normally see on. any kind of social media it's not normally what you see in, well, the, and up in until media at all recent
0: past everything has been airbrushed and, and edited out yes
1: so when you finally see it on yourself you're thinking this isn't supposed to happen mm-hmm. it's not supposed to happen to me this I'm is bad this is wrong. expiring <laughs> i'm i'm <molding. laughs> yeah. someone help yeah and so that moment where you can see the finished product, which mm-hmm. is an, a beautiful older woman. And you're mm-hmm. like, uh, it made me feel I teared up during that part because I was like, damn, man, aging mm-hmm. is beautiful. It's something I want to lean into. Mm-hmm. Um Am I trying to slow it down a little? Sure. Skincare is important. (laughs) But at the same time, it's not something that I am so terrified of because I really was. Yep. And yeah, I just really like that they put that because I'm thinking of all these teenage preteen girls in Mm -hmm. the theater who are watching that moment. And I'm like, I want them to know that that is like, it's something that you should not be afraid of. Right. I guess. It's not scary.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. You know that song, like, these are a few of my favorite things? Yes. Here are a few of mine. Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Mm -hmm. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry well jerry where are you finding all of those amazing things on quince oh my god the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands
1: and quince partners directly with top factories which cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes
0: the savings on to all of us which is very nice The little man. Yes. (laughs) Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes so that you can feel good about what you look good in. Yes. I still love my matching linen set. I love wearing them together. Comfy. I love wearing them separate. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the more I wash it, the more comfortable it gets. (gasps) That's the beautiful thing about like fabrics that are supposed to be timeless yes they get better with wear yeah so indulge in affordable luxury go to quince.com slash tangents for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's dot com
1: slash tangents to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash
0: tangents another thing um thinking about things that you shouldn't be afraid of and like leaning into which i related to that greta also said was um she was talking about how in adolescence because ultimately aside from you know the patriarchy and feminism and bodily autonomy like a a, a huge it's a coming of age story but yes. not for a child for barbie essentially barbie yeah. is the child figure in this coming of age story yeah. and she starts off in this idealistic kind of worldview. And Greta was saying, like, I remember looking at my friends who had daughters, and I remember thinking about little girls who do the most essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, they wear the dress and the gloves and the tiara and the tutu and the shoes. And they, at some point, one by one, they start shedding all of those pieces yeah. because the world tells them it's too much. Yes. And, like, oh. the the teenage character in the movie was kind of like the opposite of Barbie yeah. where she was like very much. So me as a middle school, schooler. she fucking knew the world and what was up and she was not going to sugarcoat things where Barbie was still living in this, yeah. this la la land. She's been hurt. She's and so shit. now she's confronted with the, that was like the actual moment of having a confrontation with the real world yes and now what yeah do you lean into it do you run away from it and I think sometimes go back to
1: pretending like everything is fine and everything is not a big deal and yeah
0: yes do you shy away from kind of trying to figure out how to reassess and what's important to you and acquire your autonomy or like do you do that do you crumble? It's
1: so much easier to just run away and pretend everything's perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Which hmm. then. Easier. And if you look, Barbie goes back to Barbie land and sees all of her friends who used to be in charge and running things now all of a sudden are reduced to just mm-hmm. getting the Ken stuff yeah. and cheering them on and being Giving less them than. Foot yes. <laughs> yeah. I love when the one snaps out of it and she's like, I don't want to touch That's a foot. <laughs> you know, like, You don't. You don't. You no, you don't. don't. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was such. A cool thing to see because then yeah at the very end barbie does become an adult woman like yeah. she enters her womanhood by choice yeah and owns it in a way that a lot of women are either afraid to or aren't given the opportunity to yeah. and Cause it's a hard choice yes it's not something that's fun and that is why when we're here with a
1: microphone I'll tell you, as somebody who used to be kind of like, a, "ooh, pick me, pick me, man. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Blah, blah, blah. It was easier to be that way because people like you better mm-hmm. when you don't talk when out, when you don't speak yep, about feminism, agreeable, when you're small and agreeable and just like, don't worry about me. I'll do whatever you say. He, he, he mm-hmm. just want you just to happy like to be here. Yeah. But then uh, because it, it makes them uncomfortable. Mm hmm. And I'm not here to make you comfortable. I'm here to live my life and my right. truth. And if I see something that I think is wrong, I'm going to say it. It's mm-hmm. especially hard. Now that we have microphones, we get a lot of shit from a lot of different people, surprisingly, mm-hmm. not just men, right anyone. yeah, and it's because we are saying things that I think it rocks that ability to just sit and be complacent and yeah. comfortable, mm-hmm. because if you acknowledge
0: it, and you know it's wrong then you have to do something about it well and for some reason people believe if they confront something within themselves and and they are like this is wrong that somehow that means they're bad yeah and like I don't I don't think so we said so many times that like the word ignorant has been synonymous with bad yeah and it's not it's just a lack of knowing now if you want to sit in your chosen ignorance, ignorance <laughs> that is not great. That's different. That is a choice. And yeah. those, that does come with some association. But like just a not knowing or not feeling ready to like heal certain parts of you is totally understandable. But like that doesn't mean that there's not stuff to heal. It yeah. doesn't mean there's not stuff to work on. And I love that this movie confronted so many pieces of like think you need to lean into that yeah and none of it was i th- for as made up as barbie and barbie land is when barbie goes to the real world and experiences real world things oh my god it was all shit that
1: y- you none of it was any- exaggerated no, at all if you ask any any female presenting person mm-hmm. they will be like uh-huh a hundred fucking percent yep. yep that's happened that happens to me like when she gets cat me. called. I got oh cat God. called
0: whenever I was going to change my name. Yes. Like at the social security office. We have before walking out of our office yes. just
1: across the street to go mm-hmm. eat. Like it, there's it's not exaggerated. Not at all. It happens. It's happened to me since I was 10. Mm-hmm. 10 years old was the first time I remember being like leered at or cat called in some way. I used, and I was a literal child. My
0: neighbor used to whistle at me mm-hmm. every day that I walked home from school. Yeah yeah every single day horrible Mm -hmm. horrible so this is not something
1: that we're making up or or exaggerating like you said that's That's why when i was thinking i was almost going into it with that filter because of all the negativity Mm -hmm. and i'm like this has to be so over exaggerated and it's like this is just reality Mm -hmm. i'm sorry people who don't experience it every day but for a majority of us it is something we experience and every I day. And I think that's why it was so... Not every day, but, but
0: often enough for I it to be a fucking it problem. It was brilliant to confront, you know, sexism with Barbie. Yeah. Because she's a fucking idea. Yeah, She's a doll. And in her world, if there is one that she lives in, very Buddy the Elf adjacent. Yes. um, There is... This stuff doesn't exist. Yeah. And so what... I think a lot of times when we talk about it, it comes from a place of living in, okay, let's take myself out of earth and just act like this is the first time I'm experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Because babies are aliens from another planet that are just trying (laughs) to figure out what this is. So if I am imagining it, Barbie is essentially a human baby, but in an adult woman form. Yeah. Adult baby. (laughs) Adult baby. Comes to the real world and is like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This doesn't have to be the way that we speak to each other or about each other. Now, Barbie has her own flaws. Barbie has issues in Barbie land as well. It's not like she's represents perfection and comes in. But I think that it was important to acknowledge. Yeah, they've got issues here, but also I'm going to acknowledge That there's some real fucking issues in the real world. Yeah. And why is it happening like this? Because it doesn't have to. Exactly. And I think it prompts you to ask yourself the same fucking question. Why is it happening like this? Right. And what do we have to do? And why am I complacent with it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was a real good, it showed um, that you need a team effort. Yes. Because it can't just be one of us. I think that there was a quote about that. I can't remember what it is now, but it was something like it can't just be one
0: person. It can't just it has to be one of us is not going to save the entirety of it.
1: And you can't expect that. But it it has to be registered first. Mm It has to be on our radar. We have to um, be able to all agree that it is something real that's happening to us because it is. Right. And then hopefully bringing awareness to it. Yep. Will be the first step mm-hmm. to fixing
0: it. I love that they, the one thing I will say was like exaggerative and it had nothing to do with the real world, but it was the Kens. Yeah. And how <laughs> everything with them was like almost to like a hyperbolic level. Oh yeah. Where it was Super just exaggerated so fucking. masculinity. Yeah. It yeah. was so fucking comical, but. In those moments, it's almost like, okay, yeah, that's funny and it seems absurd, but boil it down. Yeah. And it does exist in that way. It does. does. I know it seems crazy when they are being like, welcome to my Mojo Dojo Casa house and they are pretending to ride horses, but they're just like walking and (laughs) moving their hands. Or when they're doing a dance battle. Yes. And as like to simulate war. But like. You think a dance battle's weird? Wait till you find out that they actually kill each other. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> you know what I mean. Over, over, like power and money and land. Yes, and resources. Yes.
0: Yeah, I know that. Like they made it funny by making all the Kens sing the same fucking Matchbox Twenty song. <laughs> that was such a good moment. But if, if you can apply it to the real world, it's not funny anymore. No,
1: it's not. So. Okay, so speaking of the the Matchbox 20 song, there this is a trivia thing that I read about it and it says the reoccurring song that Barbie sings. Did we is talk called- about the Matchbox 20 song? Yeah, you just said they sang a Matchbox 20 song on the
0: beach with the Ken. Oh, oh I did, I did, I did. Yeah. I thought I was just singing it out there. <laughs> Sorry. We did we well, did do that. <laughs> we as well. did take a break and I sang it <laughs> yes. to the room. Um it says the
1: reoccurring song Barbie sings is called Closer to Find by the Indigo Girls. It's writer Emily Saliers says That song is about not beating yourself up too hard to get your answer from one place. It's about being confused, but looking for the answers. And in the end, knowing that you're going to be fine.
0: I love that it's the Indigo Girls as well, because they are
1: lesbian icons. Oh, hell Yeah. yeah. Uh, Whereas the reoccurring song that Ken sing is Push by Matchbox 20 and its writer, Rob Thomas, says it's not about physical violence. It's about emotions and how somebody can push you around without even lifting a finger. Mm. In that song, it's the guy who gets pushed around by a girl he's having a relationship with, Mm. which is so I love that they chose those two songs because that is such a that's what Ken is feeling and Barbie's completely unaware that she's making him feel that way. But that was like a, a moment that they had at the end where she's like. I wasn't trying to make you feel that way, but I also just don't need you.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and like, and that's okay. I'm allowed to. You're free to
1: be your own person. Mm -hmm. I want you to be your own person. You don't have to be in my shadow, but at the same time, I am not responsible for you. Right. And i so, love how
0: barbie spoke to ken great. throughout the whole movie it was like great. in the beginning where she was like you can go now bye <laughs> yeah, that's just the way that i've always I, wanted to be able to to have that like yes. reassurance i remember thinking like i wish i could talk to someone that way without being afraid of them
1: without being afraid of being called
0: a bitch too without being afraid of physical violence yeah, after too, you know, like honestly that part so yeah there's so many there are so many valid fears of actually speaking to someone In a completely justifiable way of saying, I don't want you here anymore. Yeah. And I know that some men, I won't say women or female presenting people because I don't necessarily know that there's anyone who'd be like, I've never felt that way. I think the only person who could say I've never felt that way is a man. Yeah. And I feel like.
1: And we're not saying that all men have never felt that way. I'm just saying.
0: Yes. That's the only person I think who could feel that way. Yeah. And say like, Oh, I've never been afraid to just like voice my opinion or say, I don't want someone there anymore. But like,
1: Oh, I know when I've talked to Corey about it, he's like, what? just tell him this. And I'm like, I'm literally afraid. Yeah. Of what? Of being hurt. Like Mm -hmm. that is a real fear. I have to live physically,
0: mentally, emotionally. Yes. Truly madly, deeply. (laughs) There was one other thing. Sierra has more trivia. I do. Um, But I have one other thing I want to share and then I'm going to pass it over to her. But what they said, and this comes with like not only Barbie and the Kens and the humans and Mattel being characters, Mm -hmm. but like they, how do I want to say this? So Mattel knew that it was a character in the same way that Barbie and Ken and humans were. Okay, And they knew that they were going to be called out. On their flaws, like their lack of having a female CEO, yeah, um, then they were their lack of female representation, yep, in the job and in the creation that process.
1: Feminism and, and femininity so yes. hard,
0: which I think beautiful. Thank you for fucking allowing yourself to be called out, yeah. But that's what Margot Robbie said: is being self aware mm-hmm. was our access point. Yes, if you are self aware in the film, if Mattel is like, I'm willing to be self aware enough to have this film call us out yes and barbie the idea of barbie was self-aware to be called out mhm then i think that it should make it easier for the consumer to look at it and when they feel called out yes say okay you're right here's an access point for me to understand and ask do some self-reflection That's step 1 And so I think it's beautiful that Mattel allowed themselves to be an example of that. And uh, they said that their whole goal with people walking away from the film was to know that at the, the center of it was a huge heart that I, I felt that me too. They said that no matter how many hard things were discussed, the thing that they wanted people to walk away with was that it was centered around love and heart their heart and wanting Things to just be better for people.
1: Listen, I'm going to take it back to our 200th episode because these really just keep correlating. I know. But I think in a world, uh, we're a good example of it now because we're in the spotlight. And in the world today where everyone has access to you, if you put anything online, like literally mm-hmm. anyone. um it's very hard. You're not going to please everybody. Right. And that's just the, the reality of it. So there are going to be so, 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 so many differing opinions mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Um, But I think that that's a good. It, it's just us. Mm-hmm. If you know at our core that maybe we're not doing everything the way that you would like us to do it or the way that you would do it or right. the way that you would see fit. You know, at our core that we have a big heart and mm-hmm. we're doing what we can to try to make the world a better place. And I believe that with the invention of Barbie and the idea behind it, that that was a goal that maybe got lost in translation some, yes. somewhere and yes. maybe didn't come off correctly or, you know, and even they didn't their, have enough knowledge at the time to and even understand what they were
0: doing. Of solving those things didn't land every sure. single time, but they're still, they showed in this film that they're willing to continuously acknowledge all of the ways that always, they dropped the ball. I will always, always,
1: always give people credit for doing that. Yes. That's a fucking tough thing to do. Oh, fuck it's yeah. It's so hard. It's fuck, fuck yeah. It's so hard to be um, on that end of it. And that's There's- what we've said to people who we've had conversations with after our 200th episode. Yep. You coming at me a certain way about what we said, that's fine. And I, I respect that you felt that you wanted to continue this conversation, but that let's continue it. Like mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm not the only one that needs to look inward. Yes. Is all I'm saying.
0: And I feel like uh, there has to be a lot of trust in order to allow someone else to tell your story in the way that Mattel did. Yes. So I'm, no, not, I'm t- not saying 100%. Mattel is the best thing in the entire world. And no. if people want to come and be like, they've problems here, here, here. I think they'll be the first people to be like, yeah, yeah, problems, which is why they allowed it to happen.
1: Anything in this world that hasn't had a history of something like that, especially when they've been around for that long. Right. The world was fucked up. Yes. And it still is.
0: But I think it's beautiful that they gave this film the opportunity and the trust to be like, I, I allow you to show some of the ugliest parts of me.
1: To hopefully make a difference.
0: Yes. To make a change. Yes. I love that. Me too. That's big good. ups. Yeah. Big All ups right. for sure. Here's
1: trivia. Some, here's some trivia. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best because I, I might skip some of these and whatnot. Yeah. Um so composer Mark Ronson wrote the song I'm just Ken. <laughs> uh-huh. largely as a joke and recorded a demo for Greta Gerwig not seriously expecting it to be included on the soundtrack. However, she liked the song and when she shared it with Ryan Gosling he felt so strongly that it added to the character of Ken he successfully advocated for it to be made a musical number in the film. <laughs> <laughs> Ronson remarked That he was amazed how much Gosling's interpretation of the song improved upon his
0: original intent. (laughs) It's hysterical. It's such a good... All of the Ken puns. Yes. I almost like hate that I love Ken so much. Because Ken is... Ken's not the villain. That's why I also love this movie because it's so complex. It's like there's not just a right or a wrong.
1: Juxtaposition. Like we've everything and anything all of the time. Mm -hmm. There's so much of like... You empathize humanity. with Ken and
0: his human, well, yeah, his, but human- his I mean, there's a, there's a
1: humanity in knowing that someone can do bad things and not be a bad person. Yes.
0: And it was, ju- it's just so funny. I don't want to love him. I know. Because I, I feel like in that way, I'm like, well, it wasn't about him. He's the men already have the power. I want Barbie to get the focus. I but know. at the same time fucking that was such a god then you it's shouldn't good. Be cast
1: ryan gosling okay sorry the king. <laughs> what's good is good
0: <laughs> that's and that's just that's just feminism at its best honey because equality equality we're not I'm gonna we call, hate them. call out the artiste where perfection they deserve it when
1: it's needed and i also really love that him and margot robbie had such a say in the film yes. because she had one request, Margot Robbie, for the director, and she specifically requested that she wanted a slide for Barbie's house that would go from her bedroom to her swimming pool. So that was
0: her, her being
1: able, to, yes. like. Well, whatever. I mean,
0: I didn't realize that Margot Robbie, like, was the one who chose Greta Gerwig, who like was kind of spearheading the entire operation, right. and so in she did have a whole lot of fucking say in it, like yeah. she, uh, being a producer and and the star of it. I didn't, I didn't realize. I thought. And this is my, um, what's the word? Ignorance, I guess, or my bias of just being like, oh, she's the pretty actress, so yes. she couldn't have been- she got chosen, exactly. not the other way around. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
1: This is just a fun little fact that America Ferreira's husband in the film is her real life
0: husband, really Ryan Pierce Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's I think so that's so cute. cute isn't it? That I love things so like cute. that.
1: They had a really good chemistry, too. So I, liked, I
0: love America Ferrera. So do
1: I. Again, when I saw her, I was like, got to kick it up. What is this is made for our generation? Can I because tell you her in it and Margot Robbie and all of the things I was just like, this mm-hmm. is made for me. Yeah, it's like we grew up with them. Oh, my God. Yeah, truly. Because mm-hmm. I felt like America Ferrera was my my uh i don't know and gotta kick it up i just loved her so much and mm-hmm. then she was in so many like disney style movies well, and, and then she uh, sisterhood of the traveling, traveling pants, pants. Mm-hmm. such good roles and so when i saw her instantly i felt like comforted mm-hmm. like oh my god i'm so glad you're in this
0: america Ferrer said something in an interview in, in an interview first of all she has one of the most iconic 100%. monologues of all time 100 i will it is say like we were in the, a, the crux of the movie we were in a
1: packed Fucking theater, crux the word? I think so. I'm thinking crux because I'm a hair <laughs> no, I gotta Harry look Potter. up crux. Go but ahead. That sounds right. um We were in a completely packed theater with fucking teenagers and preteens. Okay, mm-hmm. so think they they were clapping a lot. They were cheering. There and it was. I was like, good for you. You're having fun at the movie. But like, there were moments where I was like, hey, shut the fuck up. Maybe. Yep. <laughs> Which is why we said we want to go see it again because there were moments where I couldn't hear because of the kids however that moment you could hear a pin drop yes it was silent yes and it was i I got fucking full body chills
0: i think one of the boys or like a couple of the boys tried to say something and And some of the teenage girls were like shut up i I loved
1: that yes oh it was amazing it was like
0: those girls went there dressed it was like teenage girls young teenage girls went there dressed up in like dresses and cowboy boots and and pink and glitter and I all wore this of this shirt and i'm wearing <laughs>
1: it again because i was just like do i own any pink this is the only thing
0: i'm in my oppenheimer attire <laughs> i guess are. just like the opposite Here we are. but it was almost like they went there as like a yay barbie and then were like everyone shut, shut the up fuck actually up. wait I'm a minute I'm about to be a woman right yeah, now and, and i'm hearing shit that like i think i need to hear yes i'm it was almost like they were powering up oh i loved it oh my god did i love it there was oh i was gonna tell you what america ferreira said was that yeah sorry i didn't um mean. in the interview someone said will you read the script mm. and she was like yes i'll read it because greta gerwig is a genius but I did not see myself in Barbie growing up. Yeah. I did not grow up and have that relationship to Barbie. And because she read the script and was like, that's all addressed in here. Yeah. That is all a part of this. Yep. She was like, I'm on board for that reason.
1: Oh, I love that. Mm. Isn't that cool? That is amazing. I will say
0: that this is going back to the theater. There was one person in the theater who did speak out that i was like that's the funniest fucking thing that's ever happened in honestly the theater. <laughs> at the beginning of the movie they're all like dancing in barbie land and everything's just peachy king uh so you know duolipa yeah she's the one who sings that <laughs> it is a Yes, the one that they did that uh number two i think she's it's also his- a
1: mermaid in the movie right
0: is she yeah she was the mermaid barbie oh yeah well, i'll tell you Trixie and Katya call her do a peep and I think that's just so fucking funny. (laughs) I
1: love that. Did you know that they invited Trixie
0: uh specifically Trixie Mattel to come to
1: the Barbie showing the original one because she got like an open invitation for Mm -hmm. being so like Barbie (laughs) literally Mattel. (laughs)
0: Yeah um someone in the theater at the beginning they're doing they're dancing and Barbie goes you guys ever think about dying and Record scratch, music stops. Everyone's staring at her, and someone in the theater goes, "Everyday Queen." <laughs> it was so good. It was so fucking good. I was like, "That's allowed. I will allow that." That is one. the appropriate response at this <laughs> juncture. Yeah, that was good. Good fun. I will say, "Crux" was the correct word, by the way. I oh, good. Okay. A crux. Good. A crux. In case anybody was um wondering, is the decisive or most important point at issue.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I would here's, say that moment was.
1: Yeah, I would say. The monologue. Yeah. Um. Okay, so here's two just little fun Barbie facts okay. that go along with the movie. So when Barbie and Ken are first in the car going to the real world, the odometer on the dashboard reads 031959, which is a reference to the first Barbie doll launching March 19th, 1959. Aww. Which I love that. And then also the font used in the film is based on the font that was used for all Barbie dolls and products from... <clears throat> 1975 to 1991. So it that's switched? I, yeah, because it switches every every generation. The Barbie oh, logo has changed. So that, the one they use for the movie, is the one that they use for the generation, I guess, before ours, basically. Hmm, which I kind of love. Yeah. Um, Margot Robbie reveals that she found an old bucket list with one of the goals being meet Ryan Gosling on it. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that cute? Yeah. Oh God, I love that. Okay, and then also in the movie, Barbie is 23% exactly larger than everything in Barbie land to mimic the awkward, disproportionate scale that real Barbies and Barbie (laughs) activity sets are produced in. This is why
0: Barbie appears too large for things like her car or why the ceilings seem to be too low in their dream houses. Yes, (laughs) there are so many subtle nuances. One, someone pointed out as well that when Ken goes to the real world, he is wearing a black and white like cowboy outfit with a pink tie. Yes. And then the CEO of Mattel, Will Ferrell's character, is wearing a black, black and, white and white suit with a pink, pink tie. tie. Oh, yeah. it's
1: so good. Little things like that are, get me so excited. It's why I am, this might be the neurodivergence in me. But mm-hmm. every time I watch a movie, I go and get on IMDb and look at these trivia facts mm-hmm. because I'm just like little things like that make me so. Color
0: schemes in movies, like, like where yeah. they use like in the beginning, all Barbie's in, like, lots of pink, and then towards the, the end, she's wearing less pink. She's wearing more blue or different colors. Yes. And then at the very end, she's in fucking Birkenstocks. I like, it. it's it's so fucking good to yeah. show, like, the ev- just the evolution of everyone and everything.
1: And did you know, in the beginning parts of the movie, when they were doing, like, the trial uh, scenes, mm-hmm. I guess, they were originally going to have all the hands stay the way like barbie hands essentially is what mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. but it didn't translate well on camera and it yes. was awkward and they it was hard for the cast to do however kate mckinnon who plays weird barbie was the
0: best at it they said i wanted to touch on weird barbie we fucking i literally to. was about to touch on weird barbie as go soon for as you were it done. listen
1: <laughs> Weird I,
0: Barbie was the best weird barbie gets introduced and i went oh <gasps> because okay and i I, leaned over and i go i'm weird barbie huh
1: because i i was like i dressed up in pink and um randy was midge because she's pregnant barbie (laughs) and jerry's like i didn't dress up i just came like from the house or whatever Uh and she leans over and she goes oh i'm weird Barbie, because it's
0: weird barbie got played with too hard her Her hair hair got cut cut. (laughs) and she's always in the splits and i was like oh fuck That's me. And then you go to her house, and it's weird. It's yeah. not like any of the other Barbie houses. And I'm like, that's, that's exactly me. my house. Up <laughs> on the hill, weird shapes, weird colors. Yeah, Everyone's a little scared of me for some reason. <laughs> it's like,
1: sorry we call you weird Barbie behind your back and also to your face.
0: <laughs> the movie is
1: so but funny. Kate McKinnon was perfect for that. Yes. Again, couldn't have cast a better person
0: for that role. 100%. That was amazing. Something else that's like really cool is... That I, I loved hearing both, you know, well, I think it was Margot Robbie who was saying it was like calling it a feminist film takes away from like all of the other parts of it because people automatically get some kind of a vision. She goes, but also calling it a comedy. It is a comedy. Technically, she's like, but calling it a comedy also takes away from the the heart of it and like the emotional intelligence of it and like yeah so if you haven't seen it it just had it all just go see it i I was really skeptical i really was i was fully prepared to be like what the fuck me too because
1: a couple things that i read people were like what the fuck was that that was not what i was expecting and i think it's because they expected it to just be fluff
0: yeah and they and I'm really glad it didn't they really included so much history of barbie yes and because it's been a lo- around for so fucking long to be able to pack so much authenticity and history in it while also telling a full complete story without it feeling disconnected is just brava
1: yeah loved it we are now we'll film see it critics. yeah <laughs> so if you want us to critique your film or
0: something. send it i don't know no, send kidding. it it's
1: just full send yeah yeah i loved right. it do you want more i could give you more but we don't have I to i think we're good yeah I think we got it i think that was pretty much all the real fun ones some yeah. of them were a little
0: deeper let but- us know if you did see it what you thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or like your favorite quotes, your favorite characters. have a conversation. I loved all the Kens had the same name. I love all the Barbies had the same name. So good. <laughs> They're all just the same person. Barbie, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. It. Hi Ken. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> hi, Barbie. <laughs> John Cena was a merman. Yeah. It was so, good. so hysterical. Anyway, um, thanks so much for everyone who uh suggested us to talk about the Barbie movie. We love talking about movies. Uh, we think it's it's more that entertainment is more than just entertainment yeah there's there's deeper meaning to things like that and being able to like highlight those things with your friends i think is really cool yeah uh but yeah go see it if you haven't and if you had let us know what you thought and uh that's it we love you so much we'll see you next week all right we're out goodbye